You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded whores. Hey guys, welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. So, of course, the first thing we're going to talk about is this OnlyFans bullshit that everyone is discussing right now. I am no longer a fan of OnlyFans. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard. As of October 1st, OnlyFans is no longer allowing sexually explicit videos or photos. Um, I have also heard that everything needs to be gone, like anything sexual needs to be gone by December 1st. Um, Otherwise, uh, you'll forfeit the money that hasn't been cashed out. So ladies... Uh, get on to that profit as much as you can until October 1st and then delete everything by December 1st and cash that money out. Yeah, so the email they sent out goes like this. Dear OnlyFans creator, this email is to notify you of changes to our acceptable use policy that will go live effective October 1st, 2021. The new policy will prohibit the posting of any new content creating sexually explicit conduct. Content containing nudity will continue to be allowed as long as it is consistent with the policy. Existing content that does not meet the standards of the new policy will need to be removed before December 1st, 2021. Our intention is for the policy to be implemented in accordance with above dates, but we may need to change one or more of the dates as circumstances may require. Here is a link to the new acceptable use policy, www.onlyfans.com AUP. The questions they answered here, well, only one, is why did the policy have to change? Due to the size and rapid growth of the OnlyFans platform, thanks to us sex workers, um, where creators have earned over $5 billion since inception, how much did they earn, uh, we must increasingly rely on large bank institutions and payment processors to facilitate payments between fans and creators. The new rules are necessary to comply with the requirements of these financial institutions and are the only way to help ensure the long-time sustainability of OnlyFans. OnlyFans was founded as a diverse and inclusive home for all content creators, and we stand by our commitment to that mission. We will continue to support and guide all creators through these necessary changes, making sure that all creators have a home on our platform. We look forward to continuing to provide an innovative platform for our diverse creator community. Thank you, OnlyFans team. What a way to shit on the people that made you, OnlyFans. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I took the liberty of going through the acceptable use uh, guidelines. Please enlighten us. Yes. So they say that nude photography will still be allowed. It kind of sounds like it will be like artsy nude. Uh, things that will not be allowed are show things that show, promote, advertise, or refer to expi- explicitly sexual conduct which is actual or stimulated sexual intercourse, you can't even fake it, including genital to genital, oral to genital, anal to genital, oral to anal, and between persons of any sex, actual or stimulated masturbation, can't even fake it, any exhibition of the anus or genitals of any person which is extreme or offensive, so no close-ups of the vulva, um, no female nipples, because you know those are offensive. A hundred percent. Or actual or stimulated materials depicting bodily fluids, so no cum scenes, anything like that. No spit. Or no spit, probably. Oh, spit, I don't know. Um, I feel like all this shit is very no general, peeing. so they can yeah, target exactly. whoever they want to. Um, commonly secreted during sexual contact. Ugh, do not love that for us. No. Um, I, you know, obviously it's coming up a lot on social media. There's a lot of really good infographic uh, posts being made. Um, blogger on poll on Instagram had a really good post here. Um, it came out four days ago. It starts with, if you're surprised by what's happening with OnlyFans, clearly you weren't listening to sex workers. So what can social media moderation on other platforms teach us about OnlyFans' future? And then they broke it down. So what's happening with OnlyFans? The content subscription service OnlyFans announced it will ban, in quotes, sexually explicit content while staying, still allowing nudity from 1st of October 2021. In a press statement published before they told their users about the rule change, OnlyFans said the move is to, in quotes, comply with the requests of their banking and payout providers. OnlyFans' move follows such search engines, social media platforms, dating services, apps, subscription services, etc. that built their fame and profits on sex workers' labor, only to boot them out when they began risking to lose the companies their money. 
Why is there backlash following OnlyFans' decision? OnlyFans is both a workplace and a cultural phenomenon that made it to the mainstream because sex workers' efforts. Like stripping, sugar dating, camming, etc., OnlyFans is influencing our culture. It was named dropped by Beyonce in inspired songs, music video, mainstream aesthetics, de facto profiting from its association with sex work. It was also a safe space and a major source of income for sex workers during the pandemic, particularly for disabled sex workers, carers, and those who couldn't leave the house in past few years. Why is OnlyFans banning this content now? This didn't happen in a vacuum. Sex workers have been warning about it for ages. Already in January, major credit card companies withdrew from Pornhub after an anti-porn campaign wrongly claimed it would stop sex trafficking. What's now happening on OnlyFans has similar roots. Widely condemned laws like FOSTA and SESTA, the pressures applied by anti-porn groups, platform monopolies with no antitrust measures, and big tech looking for number one, aka their cash. Who's putting pressure on OnlyFans? As written by David Cooper for Engadget, this crackdown is part of a broader alliance between banks, lawmakers, and right-wing pressure groups and religious extremists. These groups have been able to use the cover of sex trafficking to push an anti-porn, anti-sex agenda. The movement's most successful victory was the passing of FOSTA-SESTA, a U.S. law designed to tackle human trafficking by neutering the safe harbor provisions of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996. Despite contravening the First Amendment... The move has not shut down many groups of human traffickers, but has closed safety services created for and used by sex workers and even forced Barnes & Noble to purge its ebooks store of erotica. What's happening to OnlyFans' terms of use now? OnlyFans released the acceptable use policy the day after the press statement. It's broad, lacks nuance, and if the situation wasn't so disheartening, it would be great material for the lols. Content banned includes any exclude. Any exhibition of the genitals or anus which is extreme or offensive, thanks, Bay, that explains everything. If the application of guidance on platforms like Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram is anything to go by, things are not looking good for OnlyFans creators. Platform guidance are prime examples of legislative ambiguity. The unequal way in which they're applied, both algorithms and moderators, on other platforms should be cautionary tale and push for OnlyFans to do better. Given the newly released acceptable use policy, though, they don't seem to be learning. What can we do about OnlyFans' decisions? We can't do much apart from campaigning for a better internet. Privately owned platforms acting as civic spaces have been screwing users over for too long, and if big banking continues to wage a war on sex, things really are getting grim for sex workers and nude content creators. We need antitrust laws to fight monopolies, and we need human rights to be written into platform governance. So I found that was a, a really good, a lot, a lot to break down there. Yeah. <laughs> The whole thing is a lot to break down, to be honest. I think that OnlyFans is going to have a very rude awakening when they realize how much... I mean, they must know how much of their avenue is generated by sexual contact, content by sex workers. I think that this... Yeah. They're trying to save their own bag as that post, uh, you know, explained, but... I think it's going to be an absolute joke for them. I mean, we were discussing earlier the rise and the drastic fall of Tumblr as well. Yeah, how exactly. It, how it was bought for billions of dollars and then sold for a fraction of that price when they stopped allowing nudity. Yeah. Um, another really good uh, kind of infographic uh, post I saw was by Gemma Rose Pohl on Instagram. She's a very knowledgeable source. I definitely recommend you guys following this one as well. And the caption is, blame MasterCard, not only fans, sort of. What's going on? There's been a lot of anger directed at OnlyFans for yet another change in term services. This time, they're essentially dictating a porn ban. From October 1st, nudity will still be allowed, but sexually explicit content will no longer be accepted. This is as much detail as they are giving at the moment, which isn't clear at all. Many are left baffled at why a business would ban their top earners. Are they really that desperate to clean up their platform to attract top investors? Do they really despise sex workers that much, even though they are the reason this platform has become so successful? Is it a rejuvenated brand worth the risk of losing such a big income? The answer is no, not quite. Cue MasterCard. And then the next caption is, blame MasterCard. In a nutshell, MasterCard has changed their rules for banks processing payouts for sellers of adult content. They do not want to be involved with illegal transactions or activities which have been rife on a variety of sites selling adult content. For example, on OnlyFans, there have been underage content creators and also Bella Thorne, love that bitch, Ugh. <laughs> scammed clients. 
OnlyFans tried to introduce a two-step verification process to stop underage people coming on the site. However, this was not enough to satisfy MC. MC's new requirements affect or will eventually affect all platforms selling online content. OnlyFans is the current target as they've been moved from MasterCard's highest risk tier to banned business. MasterCard has laid out exactly what OnlyFans must do to be allowed back down into tier five and operate. There are a plethora of new rules being introduced, and the ones potentially affecting OnlyFans the most is the requirement to review every post before it is published and live streams must be surveyed. This would require OnlyFans to hire a load of new employees, probably so many it would tank the business entirely, but failure to comply with the new rules also means the business will no longer be able to continue. So their only option really is to update their terms of service, to ban more explicit levels of content, which run the risk of being more illegal too, and call enough of their creators to keep the business going at some capacity. So really, MasterCard has all the power here. This is every reason to believe that Visa will also follow suit, so OnlyFans doesn't have anywhere else to turn. MasterCard has put sex workers in danger. Even though OnlyFans has no choice, they also put up much of a fight. They haven't put up much of a fight either. We all know OnlyFans have been trying to cleanse their brand through remarketing, so perhaps OnlyFans was a little too eager to bow down to MasterCard's pressure. In any case, note that there are way more requirements set out by MasterCard, which affect the whole online industry. OnlyFans is just a start. More will follow. This is a direct violence against sex workers, a deplatforming us to taking away our ability to earn a living. Aside from the forever valid argument, my body, my choice, this will affect sex workers disproportionately and will directly harm less privileged sex workers. MasterCard is putting many sex workers' lives at risk by forcing them to find other means of work, possibly pushing some to conduct in-person survival sex work, which is evidently more dangerous than much online work. Why does MasterCard care? Other than not wanting to associate with illegal activity, it seems MasterCard has been prompting to make changes on moral grounds by organizations such as Exodus Cry, on the surface, this is a noble crusade by anti-sex traffickers. Alas, Exodus Cry is really an evangelical group. They are not just in the fight to prevent trafficking, help victims exit industry, and rehabilitate underage traffic people, but they also wish to see the eradication of sex workers altogether. They misrepresent the industry entirely, claiming it all trafficking and that no one could ever choose to do this work. And then the post goes on to talk about um, debunking of Exodus cry and um, all the bullshit they're about. So yeah, a, a lot of information there. A lot of information that needs to be shared. <laughs> There's another post I saw. It said, uh, OnlyFans cater their platform almost exclusively to sex workers, built their wealth and popularity off the backs of sex workers, and within a year, ditched the creators who made their empire so they can cater to banks. Even if you don't use the site, you should be pissed. And that's by... Uh, Sleep Eye Socialist made that post. OnlyFans had such a opportunity to be an ally <laughs> with the fact that they're making so much money to push, um, you know, for rights. And it, of course, like it is a little bit tricky if people are using fake IDs to get onto uh, an OnlyFans site, but according to the July uh, transparency report, they only deactivated 15 OnlyFans accounts because of uh, underage people. <laughs> 15. Like, that's not... And we're not, the, we're not trying to minim, like um, minimize underage um, sexual exploitation by at all. Um, no. We want to make that very clear to listeners. Yeah, I'm just but saying... how much like, they're inflating... That it was an issue. Yeah, to shut down an entire industry. And this, it's, we echo the same argument over and over again. Not all sex workers are trafficked. And yes, that is a very serious problem. And yes, it needs to be addressed. But to blame and to hinder the entire sex work community over such a small, um, you know, proportion is ridiculous. If we thought about every industry, like if we banned every industry because of the actions of a couple of really horrible like ones no industry would survive no 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 um i saw another another post i thought was funny and it gave me a little laugh it's by matt xiv roman numerals do y'all remember when yahoo bought tumblr in 2013 for 1.1 billion dollars banned porn and then sold it in 2019 for less than three million dollars just thinking about that i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so obviously, like a lot of people are wondering, like what alternatives there are. I'm not big on, um, 
you know, online sex work myself. I don't really partake in it, but I did see one post that said it's by just four dot fan site. Um, and they posted saying the adult industry is sadly used by companies cutting their teeth on the adult market and then abandoning them once they watch critical mass. Just four dot fans was founded and built by and for sex workers and its staff is 100% compromised of sex workers and people who have been in the porn industry for many, many years. We are a porn site. That will never change, and we have no interest in, in quotes, mainstreaming. Just 4.fans is number two in traffic to OnlyFans, and we are well poised to make sure adult content creators are not abandoned. We welcome them all to our website. We believe we have the most innovative platform out there and are constantly evolving to meet the needs of our community. We welcome everyone to check us out. I haven't checked out just 4.fans. Again, I'm not an online sex worker, but that's just a post I saw that I thought was noteworthy. Definitely something to look into. There's a lot of websites out there to look into, though. Definitely do your research. Ask other online sex workers what they recommend. Tip them for this information. Offer them some kind of um, compensation for their knowledge. But um, there's definitely other places to go um, that isn't OnlyFans because fuck OnlyFans. Do check out um, their payout providers, though, because if it's a problem with MasterCard, if it's a problem with PayPal, sooner or later, you know, it's going to reach this head as well. So definitely, I don't know. I don't even understand. Like, I don't even know what other ways people from around the world could be paying. That isn't through credit card. Bitcoin, you're up. Like, <laughs> yeah, step up. Okay, that was a lot of information. We had to touch on it because it is the current news right now, unfortunately. Yes. I also have some very, very sad news, and I might cry. Instagram is banning the swipe up option. For what? <laughs> and I am so heartbroken because you damn well know I worked my ass off oh. to get to 10,000 so I could have the fucking swipe up. Why are they banning it? Because they hate me. <laughs> They're just banning you from it? Just me. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue, but I'm so mad. I saw today when I went online, it was like, Instagram is taking off the swipe up options. And then it was like, cries of influencers can be heard everywhere. And I was like, me, I'm the crying influencer. I worked so fucking hard to get that fucking swipe up option. And I want to know why. I demand to know why. Unpopular opinion. I cannot wait for the day that they ban the new post alert stories. Ugh. Yeah, those are <laughs> fucking stupid. I never do that. I don't really get the point of it either. Like... To bring people to your page. I guess it's some kind of like I, algorithm of like people coming, interaction, whatever. And but. I know that a lot of people have been shadow banned. So I know, especially for a lot of creators, you know, it is one of the ways that you can uh, be seen. Your new posts can be seen. So I, I get the logic. I do. I just also hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but I hate I it. I get it. I just hate it. So that was my tragic morning too when I found that out. Man, that has been a lot of uh, ranting and raving. Yeah. I. It is not a happy day for sex workers. It's not a happy month for sex workers or influencers. <laughs> you know, because every other month is so easy on us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, especially hard. I really feel for all of those, uh, you know, online content creators who have put their all in and you know some have quit their damn jobs to become full-time creators like fuck me I can't even imagine well I can because we went through COVID but yeah that's really yeah it's some bullshit for sure no I definitely my heart goes out to all the creators who are directly affected by this it's such bullshit yeah um but like do we expect anything less than people like Jumping on our backs for success and then fucking us over the minute they benefit from us. Yeah. Nope. Uh, in, in other news. Yeah. <laughs> in other news, um, we, well, I don't know if this is good news or not, we're planning to go to town for the long weekend. For a little girl's trip. Yeah. But now we're kind of like, do we? Because the smoke is insane. The COVID bullshit is happening. Like... Oh, well, I guess that's another thing we can bitch about is the new BC COVID restrictions. What else can we bitch about today? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. what are your thoughts on that? That like, you can't do anything now. I 
don't want to get into this. <laughs> I don't want to get into anything political. I am, I've always been pro-vaccine. And Everyone turns I off am, the podcast. <laughs> and I, like, that's just where I stand. I think that it is, uh, you know, if we're saying 80% of the population needs to get it for everyone to have herd immunity, then people who can get the vaccine need to step up and do it. These views are not that of every host. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I know that we have our differences in opinion of this. Um, I, and you know what? Everyone has their right to their opinion. Everyone has the right to the worry. Where I draw the line is the fucking fake news. I am over it. I am over bitches mes- messaging, being like, y'all gonna die in three to five years. Like, the I cannot. Times I've heard that, yeah. I cannot. Google it, babe. Like, show me the research. There are so many articles with citations, with proper research, with, um, you know, I just like it bothers me that people jump on this one thing and is like it does this and then that's all they can think about when they haven't sat down and fucking googled it like look for an actual science like report look for something that has been peer reviewed that has been published and just fucking read I now regret opening this can of worms yeah. so I apologize uh- <laughs> over it like conspiracy theorists can suck my dick read a newspaper to me, it's just like, I do believe everyone should have um, their right to choose. I do believe that. Um, I don't think people should, things should be forced on people. Um, take that however you want. Um, yeah, I don't really care to get into, like, vax or anti-vax um, because I see enough of it on my fucking news feed. But it is shitty that we might have to change our plans around um, with the smoke. (laughs) (laughs) No one can get mad at us when talking about smoke, right? Um, Look, you know what? I agree. I think everyone should have the right to choose. I think that these uh, guidelines will hopefully push the people who have been hemming and hiring about it, sort of not getting around to doing it. It will push them to go do it, and that will bring our numbers up a little bit, and then, you know, we will have herd immunity. Um, I just really disagree with people not getting it because of these, you know, because of the misinformation and the laziness to do their own research. Um, I'm more curious too about, um, and like, as you know, I, I, you, like me and my girlfriends and you joke about too, like, you know, I haven't done the research. No, um, I got, I know. I and fucking I, and I always, like, I send I, you the research. I always fuck with you and I say, oh, uh, have you heard 10 people died? It drives me bonkers, but people actually believe that. Yeah, no, I, like, you know me, I'm like, I'll say it and then you're like, do the research. I'm like, Chris, I did I'm just saying it. Like, yeah. and I like, I kind of fuck with you guys. People actually in the group. like that, which uh, is, is what gets me going. I'm like, people really, you know, and we've seen this with the Trump campaign of 2016. People jump on these fake news wagons. They spread them around. It gets better. And those people that are in the middle that are neither here nor there for vaccines, they tip one way because of this fake news. Who's and ever louder? That is what's fucking yeah. us over. And unfortunately, that is what's pushed the government to have to put in. I will say, extreme. Um, you know, restrictions. But at the end of the day, like, if you can and you're willing to get the vaccine, just please go do it. Stop hemming and hiring about it. I understand that people don't want to get their vaccine. I have my personal beliefs about that. That's fine. But those people that are on the fence about it, just go do it. Yeah. I think, like, yeah, the um, willing thing is, for me, the biggest issue, um, that it does seem like there's a real lack of choice. Um and I mean, there isn't. You're just not allowed access to things. Not allowed life. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, those things are privileges. My issue is, and I don't know again how right this is, but what I've been hearing is that there's no. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I know you're matching your hair. Um, that there's no um, acceptance of people who like aren't able to get it for health issues but that's exactly it so the people that are able to get it no no but like all the restrictions of like you can't go to restaurants blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. if you can't actually get the vaccine because you have an underlying health issue where you're incapable of doing it okay yeah you still have to follow those restrictions and that kind of that's shitty that makes sense are you serious no i I, i'm not saying it makes sense or doesn't i just think it's shitty if you actually like hey i would get this vaccine i just can't yeah and then people are like sucks to suck your life sucks now it's like but i 
don't want it to suck. But like, this, I think that But this sucks. is exactly the same thing. So, like, our numbers are obviously rising. We, we have a mandatory man, mask date. Mandatory mask mandate now. Oh, yeah, coming out on the 25th. Yes. Right? I think so. No. I don't know. I didn't read the day. Um, <gasps> you didn't read something. <laughs> I know. I, oh, it's on my list. I wrote um, it somewhere. But that's the thing is like, it's getting more serious. We know a girl who has been in the hospital now for 14 days, you know, trying not to be on like, she's on a ventilator. Um, and, you know, people who have that serious underlining health conditions shouldn't be going to those places for their health when people are not wearing masks and when people are not vaccinated. So the way that I see it is, yeah, it sucks short term for those people. I do understand that there are people who can't get the vaccine but would get the vaccine. But if the numbers keep rising like that, they're not safe in those vicinities either. So it should push those people who are on the fence and able and willing to get the vaccine to actually do it to make it safer for those people. Yeah. I mean, I spoke to a nurse um, a couple days ago. I think she's actually a doctor. She wasn't a nurse. She was a doctor. And um, I asked her, you know, my issue I've talked to before, too, is um, the issue with future pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Because that is something, undeniably, that has happened from previous vaccines, um, where there has been birth defects from vaccines. Um, I think that's undeniable. There have been studies on it. They have come out saying, you know, these birth defects were a result of these vaccines that were given. So I spoke to a doctor about it a couple days ago when this mandatory vaccine came out. And I asked her, you know, um, what about these birth issues? And she said that there has been reports in Japan and Ireland um, and they haven't been reports here. And I said, just because there haven't been reports, that means it's not happening here. And she said, no, it doesn't. And I said... Um, you know, do we know the outcome of these long-term for pregnancies in the future if we have no longitudinal studies? And she said, no. You know, take that information how you want to. Doesn't mean it's going to be birth defects. Doesn't mean that it's absolutely not going to be. Um, it, the way she made it sound to me is it's a very big gray area, um, which was my biggest concern personally for me. Yes. We also don't know the underlying, like, the long-term effects of COVID yeah like I I, I do yeah I, and I think I, I think I'd like to think that most people are doing the best they can given what's going on this I think this is very new territory um for most people this isn't like polio and things like that this is new um so the reactions and the um the requirements um yeah it's new territory mm-hmm. I think everyone's you know, obviously, um, has a right to have their opinions. Everyone has a right to do with their bodies what they choose. Um, you know, I'm very Switzerland for most of this stuff. Um, and like, I don't really get, if someone's like really pro-vaccine, if someone's really anti-vaccine, um, I personally just don't really give a fuck either way. Um, but, but yeah. Um, I might, you know, my mom made a funny point though. So I was saying to her, you know, I'm, I am worried about putting something in my body and like, you know, um, future pregnancy and, and whatnot. And, uh, and she like pointed to my lips. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note. And you know what? I, I do find that a lot of people who are like not wanting to get the vaccine because they don't want it in their body. The same people who I see do random fucking coke. Yeah. Someone's asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Coke off someone's sphincter. I know. It's the same as the people that are like, you know, your health is so important. And they're the ones smoking outside the gym or like drunk every weekend. You know, people are full of uh, contradictions. Yeah. I mean, the CDC um, does say that research shows that there is no current evidence that antibodies made following the COVID-19 vaccination or the vaccine ingredients would cause any problems with becoming pregnant now or in the future. Of course, that research can change. I'm not saying like this is the be all end all, but I'm just saying people jump. Like I have heard other people be like, no, it makes you infertile and I'm not going to do it. It's like, there's just no research yeah. there. And I and do I'm understand th- that it's new. I like, I, I do hold that like space for new uh, research to come in, but it's just people are on this fucking bandwagon of um, of 
clinging on to these fake news things that, uh, you know, and it always or, comes or from picking doctors. and choosing, cherry picking what they take from an article. That's exactly it. And, but, you 100%. know, there was a doctor who was spreading all these fake news, uh, news and this is why, um, you know, all these research and articles started coming out was because, like, people who you're supposed to trust, like doctors, nurses, things like that, you know, they, it doesn't mean that they can't spread false information. Like, a doctor does not make you a good person. A doctor does not negate your political beliefs. Anything like that. Yeah. I, and, you know, I mean, I'm, as you can attest to, I'm the first person to say, you know, I'm not educated on this. Like, every time I say something to the group, I'm like, you know what? I haven't done my research. I'm just telling you what I heard. Yeah. Right? Um, so, that's, I think that's why I don't believe I should voice an opinion on things. Because mm-hmm. I haven't done the research. Right? Um, I can just voice my concerns, which are... Valid. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. But um, I'm just saying, like, please, if you are willing and able and just haven't gotten da- around to it, do your part for the community. Do your part for society. Help us open things up a little bit better. Like, just please go get the vaccine. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to strip at a club, you have to. Yeah. That's that's one of the requirements. So you're not going to be able to strip in any clubs if you don't get your vaccine, which is something our community is very much discussing at the moment. I find a lot of strippers have been messaging me, uh, being like, what do you think I should do? What are you doing? And I'm like, ah, you know, whatever you want to do, bud. (laughs) Just, yeah, do your research, form your own opinions based on that research, actual research, not YouTube videos, none of this bullshit, actual research. And if you can, please get vaxxed. To play devil's advocate here, um, how do you know the research you're actually you're actually reading is really valid? You need to go through, like, I'm in the process at the moment of getting an article published with um, my professor, and there is a pretty strenuous um, process of getting things peer-reviewed. You do want to find articles that are peer-reviewed um, that have been published in journals because they do have to jump through a lot of hoops to get um, to get published, especially ones with trials. Like I know a lot of the infertility and pregnancy ones have been done based on trials. You have to go through a lot of ethical um, protocols for that. You need to go through a lot of strenuous guidelines for that. And then you also need to get it peer reviewed to get it published. So in saying that, like news articles are a great start, but you really want to find news articles that have proper published uh, in, an, in a scientific journal like something like that, that you can act, that they'll actually cite. Like, don't listen to articles that say, um, this does not do this or this does not do that. You really want to find articles that have, and here, exactly. If you, if you are interested, please DM me at Van City Riley. I can show you the resources that I found. Um, again, these, this is just my own research. Riley um, has stocks in Moderna and Pfizer. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't. I, what I'm, I'm passionate I'm, about as someone who is you. really into stats and really into, you know, like science and also have learned a lot about the um, journal, journal publishing process. It is just so important to actually be able to cite things because people do take things out of context mm-hmm. and to do your own research. Yeah. And then also just instead of just, you know, telling people, you know, go do this, um, I think it is important to ask that question. How do you know that an article is good? Like, you yes. know, educate the people so they can educate themselves. Yeah, so that's sorry, that was do. very privileged of so, me. <laughs> yeah, so then, okay, so that's how you know if something's a legitimate article. Yes. How do you find articles? Do you just Google it? Like, yeah, you can Google really it. Have no you can actually, start. yeah, if you Google it, you can go on to, there's, I believe it's called Scholar Google or Scholastic Google or something. That'll typically take you to uh, predominant, uh, science journal sites. Um, if you just Google like uh, effects of COVID nineteen vaccine stuff like that, let me get the actual name of it. Also, another thing too, if you have friends that are in university, uh, university students have access to the databases within their library data online library database and potentially other universities as well. So, if you do want to do that research, and uh, you or yourself or your friend is a um, attendee at a university, you could potentially ask them for access through to their library database through their university as well, which does have all this 
scholarly articles? Yes, I, uh, it is scholar.google.com. And then I just typed in, for example, effects of COVID-19 vaccine. Um, and then it has a bunch of uh, published articles that you can go through. And a really good sign is to have a look at those articles. And then they will also have articles cited. And then you can go, like, it should be kind of a, people cite them and they cite other people. Yeah, and you can eventually get to the actual source. Yes, exactly. So that's a that's a good way of doing it. Uh, I know a lot of it isn't uh, free, but yeah, as, as Danica said, if you do have um, someone who is in university, I get mine through um, my university library, um, you can absolutely ask them to download you a couple of PDFs if you want to have a look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on that note, back to my joke about my lips, I am... Yeah, sorry, you opened the floodgates and I got passionate. That was a very regrettable decision on my part, but we <laughs> learn. We learn some things. Um, I'm just joking. No, and you know, I am I try to be open to people's opinions on things, um, and I try for the most part to bite my tongue if I'm not educated. And like I said... Um, I haven't done much research on the topic. I have my own concerns. I've spoken to doctors about those. Didn't really get much of an answer. Um, so, you know, what I do moving forward, um, you know, to be determined. Um, but yeah, so back to my mom commenting on like, you don't have problems putting stuff in your body. Look at your lips. I am slowly removing my lip fillers. Um, which is like my identity, um, for the last like X amount of years. My girlfriends at my old job used to call me tits, lips, and lashes, now I'll just be tits and lashes. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have quite the ring to it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm slowly dissolving uh, some of my lip filler. Um, I didn't, like, it migrates, right? Like, lip filler can migrate on you and and be overfilled. And I just didn't like how my lip filler was coming up to, like, pass my, um, the boundary of my lip color. Yeah. Uh, so I've slowly been working on removing that, which I'm actually quite liking the look of. Uh, you know, it's actually funny. I saw a girl online in a photo and her lips looked not the best and the placement was really bad and I was just like oh god I'm getting rid of mine like literally that photo prompted me to be like no and then I went to my lip lady and she was like can I get rid of that I'm like yes yeah please do uh so I'm, I'm I'm liking that so far and then we also had another procedure you and I both did yes I is what I don't even know what it's called. That's what I was gonna make you say it. Um, yeah, I, I want to say it's Radice. Yeah, I think so. Radice. Yeah, yeah. Whatever we did, we put something in our face. We and put we something like in the face. We look great. Yeah, she told us to do. It, we did it. Um, yeah. yeah, we did it around. Uh, where did you do on your face? I got my jaw and then my like chin slash under lip and then my um, nasal folds. Ah, a little bit, a little bit in my nasal folds. They went too deep. Nasal labial folds. Yes. Um, yeah. Which are the, the lines kind of coming from the bottom of your nose to the corner of your lips are nasal labial folds. Um, yeah. I did a little bit my jaw. Um, because, and it was mostly because I have very, very high cheekbones. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the proportions of how wide my cheekbones were to how pointy my jaw is. So um, they just strengthen my jaw a bit to make it more proportionate to my cheekbones. Yes. Um, do I see a big difference? Not really. Really? Not no. in your nasal folds? I do see it in my nasal labial yeah. folds, which I love because that's something that's bothered me for many years. And I, you know what? And that's a, it look, it ages you having yeah. that line there, but I've had it since I was like in my early twenties. It's just, I have like, you know, fatter cheeks. So no, it folds. I just <laughs> And so it folds like that. So I really do like that. I feel like it's lifted that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I feel like yours has as well. Mine has a little bit. I, I didn't get much in. Like, um, I was more concerned about sort of just if you were to draw almost uh, a ventriloquist. Lines. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, yeah. But like a ventriloquist line from like the corners of my mouth down. Like, I felt like that was really hollow from um, the weight loss, weight loss that I yeah. that I had during my eating disorder. Yeah. And then also sort of the gauntness in my uh, lower half of the face as well. Um, so I got, yeah, I can definitely see it. My face looks, I guess, more uh, more square than it does the did before. I was very oval. Yeah, yeah, I see it in yours quite yeah. a bit. But yeah, I um, apparently it keeps uh, 
promoting collagen. So it's supposed to get better in the next two months as well. Yeah. So I look forward to kind of seeing that. But yeah, I uh, all over, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, d- I definitely notice yours in your in your jawline, especially. Um, but yeah, my, mine, I more so notice it in my nasal label folds. And then I also, um, I'm going to start doing microneedling. Yep. For my skin. Um, not that I have bad skin. No, you have great skin. Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> it's oh. um, I also, I think I contribute that one, obviously to genetics, but also, um, I don't really wear foundation. Mm-hmm. So I find like that's helped me keep good skin, but it's funny, like genetics though might like, other people in my family have bad skin. Genetics are funny like that, hey? Mm-hmm. It's like some people are God's chosen ones. And it's just like, ah, uh, the, the cross we have to bear. Anyway. <laughs> Y'all with the little, like... <laughs> Small, like the very front hit uh, hairlines. Y'all are gold, God's chosen ones. Smaller, smaller foreheads. Honestly, I feel like that's a very recent thing. Every time I show a photo of a girl or something, someone comments on their forehead, and I'm like, "Our foreheads and new boobs." Like for some Maybe. reason, and I I know a couple girlfriends I know that um, have recently gotten their foreheads reduced. <gasps> Who? Where? Um, we'll talk about that offline. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I throw nobody under the bus, but. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I meant to tell you that actually. Yes, yeah. bitch. So, I know, I know. What a bitch I am. Yes. Um, you know that's what people say. It's like, such a bitch. So uh, I don't know if you guys had this reality TV show. I'm pretty sure it's Australian. I'm pretty sure you can find it on Netflix. It was like, uh, it's called Unveiled, and it is basically a Australian pra- plastic surgery show of brides who go under their knife before their big day. So they basically go on the show and everything... I feel like we did have that here. Really? I recognize this now yeah, you're yeah. saying it. But basically they have a list of like all the thing, all the surgeries that they would want before their wedding day and they just go get all of them done. So like girls That's are like getting... a dream, isn't it? I know. I was like, so forehead reduction... Um, has been, I mean, uh, autoplasty and forehead reduction were on my uh, list for that. So one out, one out of two done. Yeah. Well, I'm getting my ears redone, actually, in late December slash early January. And the reasoning is? They popped out. It can happen with when your cartilage is, like, quite strong. Um, so I do find that, like, they've, like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, bitches. Yeah, yeah. So um, my doctor is doing them again for me. A little... Ticky tuck back. Nice. Yeah. All right. We've had enough, like, you know, discussions, but one quick musing I want to throw in is what is your feeling when usually a guy at the club says to you, I'm sure you deal with a lot of assholes or a lot yeah, of Yeah, bitch, you're one of them. Yeah. What do you feel about that? <sighs> I mean, yeah, babe, we do. Like, I feel the same way about those guys as the guys who come out of their way to be like, oh, make sure everyone's nice, and if they're not nice, then come find me and I'll deal with it, are always the ones who are not nice. Yeah. I feel like, to me, it's the same as asking someone, what's your worst experience you've had working here? It's asking someone to, like, be reminded of shit and be reminded of trauma. Um, And it also kind of is a telltale sign that you acknowledge that we are subhuman and that people view us as such. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I find it such like a spit in my face. People say that to me. Um, oh, you must feel such assholes. Yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Like that's the connection I'm making in, in their head. Like you, you're saying that because you know how people view us. Yeah. No, right? I, yeah, I completely agree. I, and that's the same thing as if like the guys going out of the way to be like, make sure everyone's nice to you. Like, would you say that to the catering staff? Yeah. Is it cause you know, no one's nice. People to don't us? treat us well. Yeah. And then you're reminding us that people don't treat us yeah. well. I actually had a really lengthy discussion with a, uh, guy who came into, um, the club I was working at and decided to tell me that I was too pretty to be working at a club at this club, which is like. I get I, the a way that a guy tries to compliment you. It never lands well. It's, it's always insulting thing. other women. Exactly. Always. Always. The, I always get you're the prettiest girl here. You're hotter than the others. And all I say is like you don't need to rack us up against each other. We're all yeah. Beautiful. Like, why is that a compliment to insult yeah. another woman? Yeah. But this like particular one, I was like, well, like, it's actually an asset to the job that 
I'm pretty and I work here. Like that's part of the selling feature. He's like, no, like you're just like different and you just like, you're just like too amazing to work, be working here. I was like, I literally turned around and I said to him, I was like, what you're saying is that you have an exceptionally low bar for strippers and you're surprised and confused because I exceed that shitty like preconceived notion that you have. Yeah. Honestly, when people, when people at the club used to say to me, um, you're too pretty or smart to work here. I'd be like, Oh, do you want me to get an ugly dumb one? And then they realize how fucking stupid that sounds because none of the girls in my opinion are ugly and dumb. Yeah. So like, what are you looking for, bud? Yeah. Like, you know, how stupid that sounds. I know it just like, yeah, it's just so, you're right. It's just so eye opening with Sorry, how what was that? it's just so eye opening. And before that, oh, you're right. Uh, a little louder. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Jerk off to that later. Yeah. Go right. on. Oh, ew, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> um, it is really eye opening how people view us based on the way that they a try and compliment us Ugh. or b try and talk about our jobs. Yeah, I hear that. What other work updates do you have for us? Oh, let me see my list. <laughs> I've had some interesting, interesting people. Oh, great. I, uh, I went for a triple dance with some girls at my uh, club, and one guy had his sunglasses on the entire Ew, time. Wow. What embarrassing. And was talking over and over again about how he never pays for a dance. Ew. And I was like... <laughs> Babe, I don't know how to break it to you. You're paying for a dance right now. And yet here we are. <laughs> and his friends were like obviously embarrassed to be with him. Obviously. Um, I had one guy lean into me and ask me to see my armpit. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, I instantly thought of the like, show me your tongue thing that yes. we did. Except I was like, okay. And then so I was like, all right. And I was like sort of sitting on his lap and I like lifted my arm and he came in and he like <gasps> sniffed it. That makes me wild and uncomfortable. Yeah. It's really creeped me out. I was um, very confused, um, and I was locked into a half hour with him. <laughs> so I was like, great. I got <laughs> what to do with all this awkward yeah. time now. Um, and then my other lovely... I, I actually heard the story th- uh, through a girl, so I can't take credit for this one, but she was telling me about how... Actually, I think it was the sunglasses customer um, that was saying, oh, when people find out what my job is, they just want to fuck me for free. What? Sorry, he said? Yeah, yeah. When people find out what, what my, my job, job is, people they want to fuck me for free. Can they don't you, even want me to pay them to fuck. Like, they're, like they, they they don't, yeah. they're tripping over themselves yeah, to yeah. Dick. That's exactly it. They just want a piece of me because of my job. So I have a question for you. What job do you think it was okay oh i have so many <laughs> where are all the goose at uh, car salesman no um yeah three guesses so it doesn't go on he doesn't long. work he's a trust fund kid no <laughs> amazing no <laughs> but, like also worth yeah, yeah oh oh my god is he like a club manager no <laughs> that'd be so gross okay okay and then do which ones which job you would Fuck a guy for free for. Okay, uh, none. Yeah. <laughs> this Fucking guy none. was a mechanical engineer. I have never in my <laughs> life heard someone being like, I'm a mechanical engi- engineer. A yeah, exactly. And then women are like, fuck me, daddy. Like, Ugh. No job girls are like, fuck me, daddy. Unless he's like, maybe a plastic surgeon. That, okay, the idea yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> that is literally the only job where I'd be like, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do this for me. But I'll do that for not you. Not for free. We'd have like an agreement on how yeah, much yeah. plastic surgery I'd get. And I think it was a real missed but opportunity. Unless my partner is listening, then I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> me? Never. <laughs> um, I think it was a real missed opportunity for the girl not to turn around and be like, ugh, if you were a civil engineer, I'd be impressed. <laughs> oh my God. Why did she not? Uh, I don't know. Too I little, too late. Ugh. Too little, too late. You probably taken back from it. Yeah, like he was. Are you confused, sir? He honestly believed thing. he was God's gift to Earth. Ew. And I'm telling you, he was fat and had no reason to believe he was. Ugh. This is the guy. This is the guy's glasses too, right? So I'm pretty one. sure it was. Honestly, they all start to blend into one. All the goofs blend into one. Just one big goof. Yeah. Car salesman, though. That's a uh, that's a good one, right? Yeah. 
and a club promoter or something too. Honestly, <gasps> literally every man thinks girls want to fuck for free. It's not true, guys. It's simply not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last episode that it was you and I, episode A two, we discussed um, am I an asshole questions. Yes. Which I love that for us. Yeah. And we're going to start doing that. I so, know, but I feel like we have so much on the agenda. I have more, but. Oh, I love that. I know. But okay. So yeah. I, what we plan to do is we'll do the am I an asshole questions with us and then we'll post them on the Instagram stories and you guys can do the poll on like, do you agree, disagree? And we'll, we'll lay out the whole thing for you guys to read over and, and decide. So I threw up episode eight, two asshole questions and I let you guys decide. So, am I an asshole for shooing away a dancer at the strip club? What do you think? People said yes or no. Yes, you're an asshole or no, you're an asshole. Well, I know the Reddit answers as well. Okay, but well, do so you think our stripper, to, yeah, com- exactly. our stripper team, what do you think they said? I think that they said, oof. I don't know, because for me, I'm like thinking if they're strippers, then it's like either waste my time or shoo me away, uh, which is another real eye-opening of how people treat us. Um, I'm going to say, I, I mean, I hope that they said asshole. 64% said yes, you're an asshole. Okay. 36% said no. And then I also invited people to write in to explain. Yes. One person said, he's not being sexist, but he is exploiting those women, watching them dance and not spending money or even giving them a tip. If he didn't want to be there, come up with a reason or tell the truth and go to a fucking bar another day so he can have his fun with the ladies. This one has made me so mad I'm, and I'm not even in the industry. Exactly like you claim you don't want to be there because of your girlfriend, so fuck off. Sorry, I just woke up and got super mad, but I know when I move out of my town and get into the industry, I know I've got to expect it. Yes, girl. Yes. Thank you be for mad being for passionate us. on our behalf. <laughs> yes, be mad for us. Another person wrote in, the women are there to make money. If you don't want to dance, at least give a tip or at the bare minimum, be polite. Yes. Completely agree. Absolutely. The next one, am I the asshole for not wanting my fiance to hire her coworker to strip at her bachelorette? Not an asshole. 12% said yes, you're an asshole, which I'm even surprised 12% said yes. 88% said no, you're not an asshole. And then someone wrote in saying no, and she's totally fucking that dude. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them, the, those girls, those sisters are some shady bitches. Yeah. You know what, though? I have to admit, when you were reading this to me in episode uh, 82, I thought he was a professional stripper that she also worked with. But this guy wasn't even no, a fucking No, this stripper. is just like in the So that's office. like actually, actually fucking insane to oh, me. Yeah. I thought he was actual stripper. No, that's why I was asking you, like, in yours, if you had a square job, would you find it appropriate? Oh, fuck yeah. no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Hell no. Next one. Am I the asshole for suggesting couples pull dancing classes to my wife who used to be a stripper? I want to say not an asshole. 14% said yes, an asshole. 86% said no. Okay. What did we have some reasons? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I look, unless you did the typical guy thing where she had explained to you why that was traumatic and why she associates pole dancing with trauma, and then you're like, haha, you wanna do this? This is wildly new information to yeah, me when but, she like retells you. Yeah, but based on the information that we had, I don't yeah. No, yeah, I don't think so either. Okay, so I opened it to the listeners and followers to write in their own Am I an Asshole? So fun. Let's go. First one. Am I the asshole? My customer is in love with me and it hurts him that I don't love him back, but I don't want to lose him as a customer. Am I the asshole? No. Babe, you're doing a job. Like, it's not your fault that he fell in love with you. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry for this terrible amount of sound in the background, if you guys can hear it from construction. Apparently, they just love to, like, rebuild Vancouver every fucking day. Uh, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Apologies for that. And I agree with you. It's not your fault that he's blurring the fucking lines. Yeah. as lo- I think as long as you're not exploiting the fact that he's in love with you and, like, dangling this I could love you carrot in a way that's not professional. I think it's a very, very thin line. Like I told you, I've had clients who asked me to tell them I love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had that too. Yeah. So like some clients, like that is your service, is pretending like you're fully in love with this human. Um, So like. I Yeah. Sorry. I mean more explicit like, oh, I could love you if you did this. Yeah. I think it's such a great line. Yeah. Um, But no, I don't think you're the asshole. That's his fault for 
crossing that line when you he knows he's paying you for a service and, and he that has, you are working. And he is a big boy and he has control of his own goddamn wallet. And if he felt like it was too much for him or he was getting emotionally damaged, he has every right to step away from you. It is not up to you to fire yourself. Yeah. Next one. Being a stripper but never wanting one of my boyfriends to go to the strip club while together. Am I the asshole? Yes. I definitely say no. Because I think a stripper even more so than a square person knows how like obsessive head over heels men get in the strip club and how they literally forget their girlfriends once they're there. So but they're my going issue with that, no? No. No, well, I think she I, th- I assume she means well we're together. Like, well, he's my boyfriend. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like like go to the strip club together. I was like, what do you mean? Like, that seems fun. Like, I would take my partner. Oh, no. I, I assume she means going without her as her okay, boyfriend. Okay, like I he's, see. They're dating, and he's going to go to the strip club. Yeah. Um, I personally don't think you're an asshole. I also don't like my boyfriends going to the strip club when we're together. One, because, like, if you want a hot girl to fucking dance on you and give her money, sweetie, hello. <laughs> like, I am here. Here I am. Um... And also, yeah, like I, every night we witness men who have like amazing women at home and they are completely forgotten the minute they meet a stripper. So I don't know. I think it would bother me. I'm a little undecided to be honest. Yeah, it's definitely, it's a definitely like a dependent on your partner, dependent Dependent on your relationship. relationship. Absolutely. I, um, you know, what strip club they're going to, like, would you want them to go into your strip club? Game dances with girls you know? No, that's weird. Yeah, see, like, there's a lot yeah. of, like, moving parts, I yeah. think. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, think about this. I guess, like, so it, it, for me, I think it would depend on the situation. Like, is he just going in on a Friday night because he wants to? Is it, like, are, are you upset with him going into a stripper, like, into the strippers for his friend's bachelor party? Like, where are we drawing this line? Because I've always said to my partner, if you... Uh, have strippers or you go to the strippers uh, for a friend's bachelor party, first of all, if you don't want to dance, that's fine, but buy a friend to dance and tip the dancers. Like, I would much rather, you know, like, I don't expect my partner to miss out on things for a special event, but if he's just going to the strippers, like, every fucking Thursday night, then, like, yeah, that's kind of a problem. Yeah, I also don't mind my boyfriend necessarily going to the strip club. It's more so, like, is he spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on dances and, like, getting obsessed with the dancer, asking to take her home, asking for her number, like, all that stuff. But yeah. that more has to do with my, has, what my relationship with me and my partner, right? Yeah, and that's that comes down to trust. And if he's doing that with strippers, he's probably doing that with girls in the bar as well. And those girls are free. Free! <laughs> Gin and tonic horse! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little undecided. It's a hard one. It's, it's tricky for sure. Next one. Being a stripper but not wanting to have sex with my partner very often, am I the asshole? No. I think you're not an asshole. I think that, you know, if you want your uh, relationship to be, um, you know, to have longevity and for your partner to feel wanted, then maybe you could seek out how to replenish your, um, you know, your sexuality. Like I find that I get really sexually depleted and that can translate to me not being very sexual towards my partner, um, which is something that I'm working on. Also, I'm on antidepressants, so that doesn't help, but you got, you get into such a, uh, rhythm with, with stripping it's almost mechanic like for me I don't really see that as using the energy that I would otherwise have my partner it's just it sort of depletes you in the same way how do you what do you think yeah I mean first and foremost you don't owe sexual activity to anyone absolutely not and if your partner's making you feel like an asshole for not wanting sex then like throw the whole fucking partner out yeah um I think I mean I have a really really high sex drive with my partner with all my previous partners too I like 
fuck them all day long, every day. Like, I love fucking my partner. Um, every room of the house, you know, every position, blowjobs constantly. Best they've ever had, they've said. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if there were a time, for whatever reason, where one of us, you know, for our sex drive isn't as high as it usually is, like, that's part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, like, that should be met with some kind of understanding. And if it is something where it's not just a an ebb and flow situation where, like, there is a real thing, a continual thing that is affecting it, like you said, like your, your medication or, like, this individual, their work does that mm-hmm. for them, then, then that's... That's a discussion that needs to happen of, like, hey, this thing's not just going to go away. We're not just going to, like, move past it. So how do we combat this? How do we find other ways to make each other feel loved and have that sexual energy with each other? Maybe not with direct sex if that person can't offer that at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know what? At the end of the day, if that's something your partner really needs, if your partner really does need that sexual gratification, that sexual act, um, and you're not able to provide it... maybe the relationship just doesn't work. You know, it depends yeah. on, like, how important that is in your relationship. Or maybe you, you could look at if that's something that you're into is opening up your relationship. Like, it is... I completely agree with Danica. You do not owe your partner sex just because you're in a relationship with them. And I'm coming from a spot being, like, I sometimes feel like the asshole personally because I want... I guess I want to give that sexual gratification to my partner, but I am depleted and therefore I I'm not and that kind of makes me feel bad like he's never made me feel bad about that um but you know if you just are not feeling it and you you know your partner's really um expressing that that's something that he needs in a relationship without trying to coerce you into it then maybe looking at opening your relationship is a healthy way for you guys if you want the emotional aspect and then sometimes the sexual aspect of a relationship and he needs a little bit more sex I think it's impossible to expect one partner to fill all of these desires for you and you at know all times, yeah too. at all times and I think there are ways that you can ethically and um you know happily explore alternatives mm-hmm. yeah um it's not for everyone, absolutely. Like, obviously only do it if that's what, you know, you're comfortable with or into. But it is, it's an idea. Yeah. I I don't relate in the sense because I have such a high sex drive in relationships, um, regardless of my work. I never feel sexually um, depleted. I understand the sexual energy of the club. I've never felt that with a partner Um because I think the sex is so different with a partner for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, that very much is my love language is the, the fucking and the blowjobs. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, the random hand jobs or blowjobs while you're driving. And, like, all that stuff is, like, you know? Yeah. Um, I love doing that. Um, but I can imagine how that can put a strain on a relationship if that is something you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think... If I went through that with a partner, I would feel, um, I'd feel concerned if my partner wasn't on that level with me of, like, always wanting to fuck. Yeah. I've never had to face that, but, (laughs) but anyways, (laughs) me and my men be fucking all the time, every room, (laughs) every Every position. Every room of your sex bedroom house. (laughs) Every, every position. (laughs) Oh, no. Which is funny, because, like. When I was single, I never wanted to fuck. Yeah. Don't want anyone touching me, whatever. So I, 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 get, I felt sexual depletion when I was single working. Like, I could not fathom anything, any sexual energy after work. Okay, so, is, it, is she the asshole for not wanting to have sex with her partner very often? No. No. Now, last one here. Am I the asshole throwing a drink on a guy that was masturbating while he was the only customer? No, you're a fucking queen. You're a hero. Boss bitch. Love that. Love you. Love everything. You should have thrown a chair at him while you're at it. (laughs) Ew. Ew. uh, First of all, ew. (laughs) And lastly, ew. (laughs) Okay, guys. It has been 
some time. We had a lot of ranting to do. We had a lot of shit to get off our chest. And we need to wrap it up. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I will get to the listener questions eventually at one point this year. Um, we just had so much stuff to discuss. I know. I feel like at this point we need to do a bloody bonus episode. Yeah, we may, may have to. Riley, where can people find you? You can find me at Vansity Riley on Instagram and no longer on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you guys can find me on Instagram at 50plusatip or email me at 50plusatip at gmail.com. We still have kept the two spots open for our last guests of this season. So make sure you guys are still sending in those uh, requests of who you want us to have on. We're still going through them and deciding on who we want to reach out to invite on the podcast. So if there's someone you guys really want to hear from, Please let us know. We want to make sure we are delivering what you guys want to hear. I would love to hear from a full-service male mm. uh, sex worker, if anyone knows that. Either male presenting, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, male presenting, sorry. Um, either, um, you know, uh, any, any spectrum, any sexuality. I just, I have questions. I want to know about it. Um, I feel like that's something that we haven't discussed on the hard at all yeah we haven't yeah. been able to um explore that so yeah i agree that'd be awesome yeah. so if you guys have a male presenting uh sex worker or identifying sorry yes um please please throw them um our contact information or vice versa and we'll get in contact with them Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thank you for listening to our rants and raves, more so rants than raves. And yeah, I would like to preface by saying preface. Conclude, isn't it? You want to conclude? (laughs) I want. I would like to conclude by saying um, my opinions are my own and not uh, of this podcast. Not of Danica's. Okay. <laughs> Please don't come at Danica in the comments. All right. <laughs> Direct them to Riley at Vansity Riley. Absolutely. <laughs> Vansity Riley, I will answer Send all your, your DMs there. if I read them. <laughs> you're going to be like, all of a sudden your, your account's going to be yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Guys, again, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Bye. Bye.